2: you are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful as always that you guys are listening, subscribing and commenting on my channel. I appreciate the support. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about conflict, confrontation and INFJs. As an INFJ, I find it even just talking about conflict gives me heart palpitations. You know, I can feel myself getting a little bit tense, a little bit stressed out. I'm like, do I really have to do a video on this? I don't really talk like talking about it. I don't really like dealing with it. I really despise dealing with conflict or confrontation of any sort. In fact, I think a lot of times INFJs door slam people because they just don't want to deal with that conflict. They don't want to deal with that confrontation. We know we're supposed to be doing something. We're supposed to have that confrontation with that particular person because they did something to us that was wrong, or perhaps they're doing something in general that's wrong and we need to talk to them about it. But because we're so afraid of the whole concept of it, we just door slam them. We're like, all right, goodbye. I don't want to deal with you entirely because I really don't want to deal with conflict. Right? So, one, some of the things that I have learned, not that I'm an expert at all in this situation, as I said, I despise con- conflict of any sort or confrontation of any kind. But because I am supposedly an older, wiser INFJ, supposedly, I'm trying very much to not be a scaredy cat when it comes to <laughs> conflict. I'm trying very much to you know, face it head on. Because I'm like, well, be courageous about it. You know, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's something that you don't want to do. But are you going to run away from it from, for the rest of your life? How, what kind of a life would that be? And also, what kind of a person would, I, would that make me? I, I don't want to be that kind of cow- coward. I don't want to be that kind of person who just runs away from every conflict. You know, I want to be able to face them head on. I want to be courageous about it. And so some of the tools or techniques that I've been kind of using in my own head in order to convince myself of the importance of conflict and confrontation is to make it not a negative thing. I think the reason why NFGs are so afraid of it is because we think conflict or confrontation is a negative thing. We think that if we have conflict or confrontation in our relationships it means that that relationship is crappy and we need to get rid of that relationship for example whenever i fight with whenever i used to fight with my exes you know when i was in a relationship and i used to fight with my my partners i would i would think to myself oh my god i'm fighting with them that means that we're not supposed to be together we're not truly soulmates it means that we're not you know compatible and that means that i should break up with them or they should break up with me Because that's usually how it happened. Um, (laughs) Because I have a really hard time breaking up with people. But that's not obviously the right way of looking at it. Actually, that's the completely false way of looking at it. And that's why I wanted to do this video. Is Because conflict or confrontation doesn't mean that there's something broken in your relationship. It doesn't mean that your relationship is broken, sorry. It means that there's something that needs to be fixed in your particular relationship. But it doesn't mean the entire relationship is broken. Does that make sense? It doesn't mean that you just need to get rid of that entire relationship completely. It means that you need to fix that little niggle that is wrong with your relationship, right? So for example, if you're in a relationship, I'll just use my own example. When I was in a relationship, you know, I had this concept in my head that I had to be the perfect partner. I never, if I fought with my partner or if I was ever angry with them or if I was dissatisfied, I should never show it. because uh, my partner doesn't want to see it. My partner wants to make sure that our relationship is perfect. And so if he did anything that irked me, for example, um, you know, I love to cook. I love to cook. I absolutely love to cook. Uh, but one of my exes, he was not really a foodie. Actually, he was not a foodie at all. He didn't really care about food. He just shoved things into his mouth just to fill his belly so that he would not be hungry. And so he'd be alive. But he didn't really care about the taste of the food. And I spent hours and hours cooking things for him because I was like, oh my God, I love cooking. And then there's this person who is there to eat my food. Yay! Great combination. And so I spent all this time trying to make the meal, the perfect meal. You know, I'd I'd be researching and I'd bring all these ingredients in and I'd cook something. And then he'd eat it without really tasting it or caring about it. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so angry right now. I spent so much time on this, right? Of course, I was forcing my own love for food on him, which is obviously wrong. But I was never able to even have that conversation with him, have that. Because I used to think of it as a conflict. I'm like, no, I shouldn't bring it up because I don't want there to be a conflict between us. I don't want him to think that we are not the perfect match for each other, right? And that's what obviously the conflict or confrontation is going to point out that, yes, we're not the perfect match for each other. We're not completely, completely perfect. There are lots of things that we need to tweak and compromise on, but that's normal. That's what relationships are all about. You're never going to find someone who's absolutely, absolutely perfect for you. Never, ever, because that's just not possible. But you can find someone who's close enough, and then you can work on your relationship and compromise and have conflicts and then have conversations. And through communication, you can build that perfect relationship or get close to it, right? Right. But instead of having that conversation with him that, you know, I, I worked really hard on this meal, you know, I, I know you don't really care about food, but it would be nice if you you know enjoyed the meal with me because I really care about food myself, and it would be nice if we shared a nice meal together and had a conversation, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? Instead of having that simple conversation, which obviously reeks of conflict because it is, it is a conversation where it's going to be a little bit confrontational, but instead of having that conversation obviously i was like all right i'm just going to ignore this whole situation i'm going to pretend like it doesn't really bother me because i want to be the perfect partner i didn't say anything i didn't do anything and eventually i I started getting really angry about it obviously passive aggressive nonsense and that was not the way i wanted to deal with the situation i don't want to be passive aggressive about things i want to be you know i want to be confrontational i want to do it head on i want to be like all right sorry i just don't like this i don't like what you're doing right now can you please stop doing that right it's so much easier because you just get it out in the open. You have that little moment of conflict or confrontation, obviously. You know, you have that moment where you're like, oh, this is going to be a little iffy. But then if the other person is receptive to it and open to it, and if they probably are because they love you. And you know, if they're in a relationship with you, they love you. They want to help you out. They want to be around you. And they want to do everything possible in order to make you happy. the Same way that you want to make them happy. And so it's probably going to be a little moment of conflict or confrontation, but eventually it's going to be resolved if you remain open to the idea of having that conversation, right? If you remain open to the idea of communication, which is all what conflict and confrontation is all about. Instead, what INFJs do and what I did was that I kept all of it inside me and I just bottled it up and I just kept on bottling up more and more shit. Eventually causing the entire relationship to fall apart because I never actually bought up any of those issues that I wanted to talk about. I never ever was able to get into some sort of confrontation or conflict about the things that I really cared about because of course, as I said, things are not going to be perfect. They're never going to be perfect. You have to make them perfect. You have to tweak them and mold them into their perfectness, right? You have to actually change things around to make them perfect. And so instead of doing that, I would just hide away in the corner and cry by myself or be annoyed by myself or do all that stuff by myself, never letting my partner know that something that he did irked me or made me scared or made me jealous or uh, made me fearful. Instead of talking about it, I just hid away in the corner, right? And avoided the conflict and confrontation eventually because we had no communication, because we didn't talk about the stuff that mattered to us, because I was so afraid of that. You know the relationship fell apart and this happens to me every single time happened to me every single time now hopefully i'm a little bit more aware of it so i can prevent it if i ever go into a future relationship but i wanted to do this video because it's extremely important for you guys who are in relationships right now or who are thinking about getting into one to remember that conflict and confrontation is not a negative thing tell yourself that constantly it's not a negative thing it's not a negative thing in fact I think the happiest and most fulfilling relationships are the ones in which there is a little bit more conflict and confrontation, but because that results in communication, it results in conversations, it results in openness, right? You basically normally if you're conflicting conflicted with about something, you actually talk about it with someone. You're like, you know, you talk to your girlfriend about it, you know, you say, Oh my boyfriend's doing something like this, I really don't like it, la la venting about things that's basically what this is conflicts are i think just basically venting about things that matter to you right this is something that's irking me can we do something about it instead of making it a negative thing why don't you just turn it around and make it into a positive thing it's something that's good for your relationship to grow and blossom it's necessary for your relationship to, re, relationship to become deeper and stronger for your bonds to become stronger Because the more you share about your conflicts, about your battles, about your inner workings with your partner, the more they're going to be able to understand you, the better your relationship is going to get. And also, I mean, conflicts also teach you a lot about the other person and about yourself. I think that's the reason a lot of people go into relationship as well, is because it teaches us so much about ourselves, about who we truly are, and what we like, what we don't like, what we want to do with our lives, etc. right? And so relationships are great teaching tools, but only if you remain open to the idea of that conversation, of having those difficult conversations, because they're difficult. It is difficult. No one on this planet likes to get into a conflict. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's no one on this planet who's like, yeah, I love a good fight, I, I think not. <laughs> um, so most people are not really interested in the idea of you know being in a fight with their loved ones. No one really likes that. But if you are able to have these difficult conversations, I believe, I believe, I really truly believe, and I look at the world and I see that the more difficult conversations you can have, the better your relationship with the people around you would be. One of the things that comes up for me constantly is, right now, is my relationship with my parents. And the difficult conversations I need to have with them constantly. And I'm having a lot of them now because I feel like I'm grown up enough now and independent enough that I can have those conversations without feeling fearful about them. Of course, when I was a child, it was impossible. You can't say, oh, I don't like that you did that. You know, they aren't going to listen. But now as a 35-year-old, I can be like, all right, cool. You know, I like, I like what you did there, but I did not like what you did there. Can you please stop doing that? And I constantly am trying to have those difficult conversations with my parents. Because I don't want our relationship to deteriorate because of what they're doing, right? I want them to understand that this is unacceptable. I'm an adult now, and you can't t- certainly do those things anymore that you did when I was a child. Right? You can't uh, put me down, or you can't make me feel terrible about myself, or you can't insult me to my face, or etc. etc. I mean, as much as possible, I try to have those difficult conversations, right? And so I'm not saying that, you know, conflict and confrontation is only for your partner relationship. It's for every relationship you're in. If it's a boss, um, if it's your boss, or if it's your colleagues, or if it's um, your partner, or if it's your parents, if your siblings, whoever, your friends, whoever it might be, conflict and confrontation and the conversations that result from it are absolutely crucial for every relationship out there. That's why it's so difficult for IMFGs to be in relationships, I think. I hope this makes sense to you guys. Again, I am talking to you guys from a perspective of a person who's not good at this stuff, but trying to get better at it, right? And so I'm not an expert on it. If you guys have any tips or tricks or advice for me, I'm more than open to listen to that. If you guys have any questions for me, please message me anytime. All my contact information is in the description below. And I shall see you guys next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.